It's Saturday morning. It's the Love Sport Podcast. A bit of a weekend preview. Quick one with Paul, Paul underscore football. Get us at the Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter and you can also join our Facebook group. Uh, we have Aston Villa Podcast. We have General Sport uh, Podcast. We have a Richmond Podcast, NFL. So for any of those kind of things you're into, our General Sport Podcast is weekly. Um, then certainly get us on the Love Sport podcast. You can get me at Paul underscore football on Twitter as well. So it's been an interesting time. Third round of the uh, Australian Open um, recently completed. And it's, uh, look, it's been a little bit of a different uh, Australian Open, but uh, third round results yesterday. Um, bit of an upset there. Uh, Medvedev going down in straight sets, uh, a couple of those being tiebreakers, 7-6. He went down 7-6, 6-3, 7-6 to quarter, so probably not the biggest upset, but an upset there. Uh, Kachanov uh, beating Tafoa, uh, 6-3, 6-4, 6-3, 7-6. This is all in the men's, of course. Um, the 10th seed, uh, her cuts went through in, in uh, a really mammoth five sets there. Uh, Norrie getting upset, the 11th seed uh, by Lecheka. Um, and 6th uh, seed, uh, Olga Alessami going through in four sets. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Japanese player, 31 seed, which is great to see, Nishoka goes through in third. Tsitsipas uh, uh, goes through in three sets and Sinner as well in five. Was in a bit of trouble there, two sets nil down, but then only conceded three games after that. Uh, in the women's singles yesterday, uh, it was a bit of a, definitely an upset there. Uh, Chinese player Zhu beating Sakari uh, in three sets. Uh, Keys also going down, the 10th seed from America uh, to Azarenka, who I suppose seeds... Um, you know, without injuries and so forth, would be right up there. The number one seed, uh, Swiatek, winning a six, love a six, one. Really easy win for the 17th seed, Ostapenko, six, three, six, zero. Uh, Coco Goff as well, going through in straight sets uh, and no problems for the third seed, uh, Pagula as well. So real changing of the guard, obviously, uh, in women's tennis. The 13th seed, Collins, went down to Rebianca, uh in three sets uh, and the 20th seed, uh, uh winning 6-2, 6-3. So some notable games um, today as well. So in the women's singles, let's just have a look at any of the ones that might be a bit of interest there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got Mertens taking on Sabalenka uh, and Garcia, the fourth seed, uh, playing Sigmund from Germany. Uh, Benchik, the 12th seed from Switzerland. So there's some of the notable women's games this morning in or today in the, in the uh, men's Let's have a look there. Yep, uh, Rublev taking on Evans. We've got a couple of seeded players playing early. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, from an Australian perspective this afternoon, uh, Alex Dimonor uh, taking on Bonzi from France. Uh, and Popperin is taking on Shelton from the US, so a chance to get through to the quarters there. And, you know, from an injury perspective, unseeded, uh, a person that many, many people... Um, have followed through the years. Andy Murray taking on the 20th seed there, Batista August as well. So uh, Australian Open, that's today anyway. There will obviously be some um, uh, other interesting games um, in the fourth round, but we won't cover that today. I, I've said it before in this podcast, the um, uh, BBL season has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, really good game last night with Brisbane Heat. Um, making a six for 162, pretty good score. 
about on par there at the Gabba at the moment, uh, and they beat the Hobart Hurricanes, uh, who were all out, or not out, sorry, not all out. They they made uh, one fifty for six. Uh, I reckon you're better off better off going all out. Uh, and Adelaide Strikers having a really mixed season. They got pumped by Perth Scorchers, who are way back on track there. Got my dog whinging in the background there. He's probably uh, a Strikers fan. I don't know why. Um, so the table there. Scorchers have got themselves back on track. They're on top. They've played 13 games, 10 wins, 3 losses. Sixers have played a game less on 8 and 3. And then it's like basically anyone's now. Um, and even the Heat, who were second last a week ago with a couple wins, got themselves up to 5 and 6. And they're just behind the Renegades and Thunder, who are on 6 and 6. Um, and, and even right down to the Hurricanes, sorry, who are 5 and 7. There's realistically anyone uh, there can make the finals, but Scorch is certainly home, and it looks like the Sixers definitely as well. So it's uh, been a, an extremely good tournament. Today we've got the Sixers taking on the Thunder. Tomorrow the Heat take on the Stars, a big game for the Heat at home. It's actually a 12.40 um, start, so really, really bizarre timing because, um, I mean, obviously this, this time of year it's, it's warm around the country, but very, very warm, um, and a 12.40 start... I, just don't think they're going to get the crowd. Scorchers taking on the Renegades at 6.15 there. So, look, over the next few days of BBL, that's really going to shape a lot of stuff. Um, A-League uh, last night, uh, really bizarre game there. Adelaide United beating MacArthur FC 1-0. Is there always some strange games with Adelaide? There definitely are. Um, but a couple of brilliant saves uh, pulled off by Gauchi as well for Adelaide, just point-blank saves. And they had uh, Wallen sent off, uh, red-carded there, but still um, MacArthur could not breach. And just, a, as I said, a couple of brilliant saves by Adelaide. Gets them up into the top four um, and drops MacArthur onto the edge. They're in this, uh, on the edge of the finals. They're in sixth spot with a few teams with a game in hand, could overtake them this weekend, um, and that's including the team I follow. So we've got Western United taking on Sydney FC today. That's at four o'clock, uh, or that depends on where you are in the country. I'll just go by my time. Brisbane Raw taking on City at 6.45, and then Perth Glory taking on Melbourne Victory as well. So uh, definitely going to be some movement there. In the A-League women, uh, Western United take on Brisbane Raw at one o'clock today. Melbourne City then take on Western Sydney Wanderers, and Adelaide take on Melbourne Victory. Uh, the... Western, you know, it's, it's pretty tight at top here in the A-League W. Uh, Western United on top on 21 points. Melbourne City behind them on 19. Um, doing well in the men and women's there. Sydney FC in third and victory. It's a four. There's 11 teams in this comp and there's four uh, final spots. Um, so Melbourne holding on in fourth there. And then there's a couple of points to Adelaide United. A um, couple less back, uh, uh, Canberra and Brisbane Raw. So a couple of big games. Uh, obviously, for Brisbane Raw, tough task taking on United today. Um, yesterday, we saw um, the just a fantastic Premier League game. Um, Man City were playing well enough in the first half, not really creating opportunities, a little bit off the pace, but, you know, playing well enough. And then Tottenham scored two really quick goals uh, late on in the first half. Uh, Kuzileski and Royale scoring there. And, you know, Tottenham... You could see, um, certainly, uh, I thought that Guardiola went in. He was on his haunches, just looked really disappointed. Antonio Conte would have been 
he would have been really happy with scoring those late two goals, of course. It's a bit of a silly comment, but he would have been mindful of the firepower um, that City's got. I think it's pretty notable that Harland is just still scoring goals, but just seems a little bit off, not getting a lot of touches, which he doesn't generally do to score his goals, doesn't need to get a lot of touches, but just the timing with the midfield at the moment, if you watch that game, just saw, seemed a little bit off. He was either making his runs too early um, or not getting back into the play. So, you know, criticising Harlan, and he's still on record, you know, record pace there as well. So second half, who knows what we're said in the change rooms, but uh, obviously things happened. Mares had just an absolute binder, was clearly the best uh, on field. And he scored two goals. Harlan got the the equaliser, uh, and Alvarez scored as well. So um, Alvarez started the comeback. Harlan with a header for the equaliser, and Mares with two goals. And he was honestly as close to a. Uh, I would have given him a nine point six. He was as close as you could get to an almost perfect game there. And the real worry for Tottenham is not just giving up leads and conceding goals, and they are conceding a ton of goals, but the form of Larice since the World Cup. He seems to be making excuses for things and just not getting to the ball. And he had a shocker. He, he really did have it. He just out of position uh, on the ground at a lot of vital stages. Um, and that's a real concern there. So, you know, it would have been a strange feeling for Arsenal fans yesterday because certainly in the first half and at half time they really would have been barracking for Tottenham because um, at that point in time, um, Arsenal, with a game in hand, would have been um, eight points clear with a game in hand of City. So, um, and then obviously uh, a couple of days beforehand, United blew a chance to, um, you know, you know, be on 41 points. Um, so at the moment, Arsenal, five points clear of City. I mean, it's only a five-point gap, but they do have their game in hand. They're eight points clear of United and Newcastle. Tottenham now out of the automatic or out of the um, Champions League spots. Um, and they're five points um, behind Newcastle now, and Newcastle um, and six points behind United, but they've got games uh, games in hand there as well. Um, so this is a golden opportunity for um, Newcastle and United to really consolidate that spot. Um, the early game tonight in the Premier League um, is Liverpool taking on Chelsea. And huge, huge game for both, because they are having very ordinary seasons. Um, Chelsea, with their change of ownership and everything, you could you could kind of see that coming, but they've still spent the most unbelievable amount of money, and they're signing players in this January window like it's a summer transfer uh, in, in England, and they're on 28 points uh, with Liverpool. So if they're going to make any, either of these teams are going to make any uh, shot for Europe, they have to make their move here. Uh, as a Villa supporter, I'd love if they got a draw because it brings us closer to them potentially. But that's the uh, that's a huge game for you know could be season changing for them as well. Um, in the morning, is Sunday morning uh, games. We got Bournemouth taking on Forest um, once again. Even though it's half a season ago, that's a you know not Nottingham Forest are on a huge. Um, run at the moment, and, and they're four points clear at Bournemouth, so a win there, and they're really, really out of relegation um, trouble, and Bournemouth are right back in it. Um, let's go back. I do think Chelsea and Liverpool will be a draw. Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest. I'm actually going to pick Bournemouth to get Forest here 1-0. Leicester take on uh, of, uh, Brighton, and Leicester at home. 
um, you would think, oh, yeah, that'd be good. Brighton's in great form, and if Brighton get an early lead against Leicester, that home crowd's going to very much turn. Yeah, I'll, tip, I'll, I'll tip Brighton 2-0 there. Southampton take on Villa, who are letting a lot of players go. Just sold Danny Ings. They're in the market for Dembele. It would be a net gain of $12 million if that happened for Villa, getting a slightly younger player and a player who has scored everywhere. So I think it would be a great signing. Uh, Villa 3-0 against Southampton, putting Southampton or keeping Southampton at the bottom. What an enormous game again. Yes, there's half a season to go. But West Ham taking on Everton, they are both in the relegation uh, area here. Uh, West Ham at home, I think they'll beat Everton 1-0. And then Crystal Palace taking on Newcastle. Crystal Palace not in great form right now. Newcastle fine. Uh, I'm going to tip Newcastle 3-0 there as well. So that's the uh, you know little bit of Premier League for the weekend. Um, right now in the championship, uh, Sheffield United beating Hull and West Brom beating Burnley. Um, now, uh, West Brom beating uh, Burnley. Burnley um, are having one of the most unbelievable seasons. They are in 59 points. 15 points clear of West Brom in third in the automatic positions. So it's a really uh, good effort there um, if, if they can hold on. Um, and we have Sheffield United, who are in second, beating Hull. So, look, between the, the top two, they're still miles clear, um, but it gives uh, Sheffield United closer um, opportunity to, to basically win it as well. And Mallorca are beating Celta Vigo uh, right now in La Liga. Uh, another competition that I love returns tomorrow morning, and that is the Bundesliga Uh VFL Busham taking on Hertha BSC, uh, Frankfurt taking on Schalke, Union Berlin, Hoffenheim, Stuttgart taking on Mainz, uh, Wolfsburg and Freiburg, and Cologne taking on Werder Bremen. Um, the Bundesliga has that winter break, and it must be so, so long because they also had the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, uh, just a great competition. Now, normally um, at this time of year, you'd think 16 games in. They're only 16 games in. Um, Bayern Munich are on top by five points. Freiburg, though, have a uh, game in hand. Um, so, yeah, really interesting there. Uh, RB Leipzig uh, on 29, Frankfurt on 27, just ahead of Union Berlin on 27, and Dortmund on 25 points. So they have four European Champions League spots there, and then Europa League spots. So uh, at the moment, um, Dortmund have a game in hand to try and get up there with Leipzig, uh, so do Union Berlin and Frankfurt. So really good fight there. I mean, even up the top, Bayern's only five points ahead, uh, so it is returning. A lot of... Um, uh, you know, uh, publications in the southern part of Australia mainly, um, looking back at the AFL pre-seasons now, some players uh, getting injuries at this time of year, Max Gorn getting um, looked at uh, for some hamstring uh, tightness. They came out with a term, I, I can't even think of what it was, uh, for the hamstring. Uh, young Gun for Richmond, Gibkiss could be out for quite a while, may need surgery on his hamstring as well, so you hate to see that happening. But a lot of fans starting to get excited about um, those competitions in the NRL as well. Um, don't forget the Serie A is on uh, this weekend as well. Um, they um, uh, uh, Having a season, if you follow the Serie A, uh, a, a season that is really different to, to what we see, 
um, and the, the team on top of the table, uh, close to my heart in a way. I don't really have an Italian team, but Napoli always gets me because of Diego Maradona. They are nine points clear of Milan, and they are 10 points clear of Juve and Inter um, after playing 18 games. So, geez, I'd love to see that. It's a really competitive competition there. So, once again, we're seeing that. Um, the top four with Milan, Juve and Inter are at one point between them. And then it's Lazio and Atalanta and Roma, um, three points back. So there's still a massive fight for European spots there. And yes, there's a long way to go, but Napoli are nine points clear. So the NBL as well uh, is getting towards that tail end of the season. Really great summer sport. Um, I love the sport anyway. That's just me. Uh, but yesterday, Wildcats over the Kings, you know, the Wildcats have missed the finals once in like 20-odd years. So they've got themselves back into the top four there. Um, and uh, what other games were on there yesterday? Yeah, we had the Jack Jumpers back on form, beating a really in-form um, uh, Cairns Taipans. Um, and on Thursday, we had two games there. We had the Hawks getting up in a thriller over the breakers, and the same with the Bullets over the Sixers. And uh, so the table at the moment, Kings on top. Um, they played 23 games. They've got a game in hand there. 17 wins, six losses. Taipans having a fantastic season. Not sure many people picked that. 16 and 8. And then there's a fair drop-off there to New Zealand Breakers, 13 and 10, and the Wildcats, 13 and 10. Um, Jack Jumpers are right back in the hunt, uh, 14 and 11. Hawks... Really disappointing year for them. Three wins, 21 losses down the bottom. And then uh, the Bullets, who I really thought with Baines coming in, I'm a Bullets fan, I can't hide that. The Bullets, seven wins and 17 losses. But look, they've had, I think, one, you know, the last couple games that's actually making that even more flattering. The 36ers are in eighth, and they are still on the hunt, 11 and 13. So really tight season. There's been some absolutely fantastic games there as well. We continue the NFL playoffs with the divisional round this weekend. Um, and uh, like I just love the divisional round. For me, it's the wild card round was absolutely brilliant. Um, there was comeback score. We covered that. The Chiefs will host the Jags tomorrow. So they've had that week off. But also, uh, I think it is for them... Um, a better lineup than it would have been against the Chargers. I expect the Chiefs to win there, and I expect them to win by over 10. Uh, so I'm going to pick 14. I think 42, oh God, I'm, if I say 42, 28, it feels like Jags are scoring too much. I'm going to go 21. Uh, 42, 21 to the Chiefs. Mahomes will continue his circus. The Giants take on the Eagles. Now, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts has been red-shirted. He's realistically been um, practising um, without being having any contact. And they don't have a lot of contact on the quarterback for obvious reasons in training, but tiny bit of a concern there. Giants, it's almost a bonus. I mean, they got into the playoffs where people weren't sure they would. Then they win their wildcard game. Um, and so they take on the Eagles. I reckon it's going to be closer than people think. Um, Eagles by six. Eagles by six. There we go. Bengals take on the Bills. And Bills... And I'm going to say my allegiance again. I am a Miami Dolphins fan. So they got over a Miami Dolphins fan by three points last week that had um, Skylar Thompson, a third round, very late third round uh, draft choice, third um, choice QB, so QB3 for the Dolphins. And um, they were lucky to get away with that. Josh Allen 
He is the turnover king at the moment. Really good quarterback, very mobile, has a big arm, but he's turning over the ball a lot at the wrong time of year. And the Bengals with Joe Burrow, um, they've really, really come good. They're in a massive role here. Look, I'm going to tip an upset. I'm going to get Bengals by three. Yeah, um, I just I just feel the Bills, the expectation, not playing as well as they could. I'll go the Bills there. Oh, sorry, I'll go the Bengals there in an upset. Cowboys take on the Niners. Now, the Cowboys are not going to get um, uh, a defensive line um, as good as the 49ers. Like, if they can get over this, they are a Super Bowl chance, of course. But um, this this is my game of the round. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. 49ers, um, we all know the story um, of Brock Purdy and, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, as he's called. Um, he continues to win. So forget that now. That narrative is just, it's, it's, an, it's another game. It's a game to get into the NFC Championship. The Cowboys with Dak Prescott, I think he's going to need to run. They're going to need to run the ball a bit because if they get caught passing too much, I think the Niners will pick them off. I think they've really, really got to have almost a 50-50 pass and run game. Um, Cowboys are definitely a chance, um, but I think the 49ers overall um, are the better team. And I think this will be close as well, but I think the 49ers will get up by a touchdown. Um, but there's absolutely... Um, Sitting on a fence here because there's absolutely no surprise um, if the Cowboys did win that as well. Uh, get us at the Love Sport Podcast. Um, you can get us through the Love Sport Podcast Network uh, on Anchor, on uh, Google Play, on Apple and Spotify. You can get the Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Get me at Paul underscore football. Um, I have co-hosts in John and Pete for our general sport podcast. I get general guests on for my Richmond podcast. John comes on for our NFL podcast we try and do. And uh, also... Um, we have our Villa podcast up the Villa, the Aussie Villains podcast. If you're not a Villa fan, obviously, you don't, probably don't want to listen to it because there's four guys rambling. Uh, but we have Tess, Ryan and Spud on that as well. If you have any ideas for any sporting podcasts you want us to do, um, you can get me at Paul underscore football and throw a line and we might get you on. Thanks for listening and have a brilliant weekend in sport.